You are tuned in to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria, the founder of Global Gospel Worship Radio. Marina interviews local pastors and global leaders, sharing their testimonies and the work they're doing for the Lord. In Matthew 6.33, Jesus reminds us, Seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We hope this program will encourage you to do just that. Now here's your host, Marina Maria. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Riley Stephenson, who is a minister of evangelism at Kenneth Copeland Ministries in Fort Worth, Texas. He is married and has two daughters. Riley teaches trains, equips, and mobilizes churches to go into their world and bring in a harvest of souls into the kingdom. Riley's mission is to help take the good news of God and his love to a lost and dying world. He wants to help Christians learn how to quickly and successfully share God's word of forgiveness and salvation with whoever he meets. And so we just thank Riley for being on Faith City Outreach to share um, with the world about what God is doing in your life and um, as a minister of evangelism and how you are encouraging other Christians and how to share their faith through your evangelism training and video. Yes, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Riley, please share a little bit about your testimony and when the Lord led you to be an evangelist. Oh, my Lord, I, this was years ago. I had volunteered at KCM at the ministry and I applied to be a pastor for several years. I was a volunteer eight years before they hired me on staff. And through those eight years, I applied for every ministry job, every pastor job, every mm -hmm. minister job at KCM, and it kept failing. I wasn't getting hired. And so I went to my pastor, Pastor Terry Pearsons, and I was frustrated and I talked to her and at that time, I was leading people to Jesus, and I would text her, and as I would go out to eat, my waitress would get saved, and you know I would see people working, and they would get saved. And so I was frustrated because I didn't get hired, and I went to her and I asked her, I said, I've been here eight years volunteering. I've never gotten hired. And matter of fact, I was promised I would be the next pastor on staff, and um I was frustrated, and she said, well, Riley, I've never seen you as that pastor. I've seen you more evangelistic. And when she said evangelistic, it just dropped into my spirit, and I, I knew that that's what I was called to do. I was called to be a soul winner. I was called to be an evangelist, to teach, train, equip, and mobilize the body of Christ to go out and win the lost. We can do it in our daily lives. So once she said that, it just burst that in me. And I didn't care, honestly, if I got hired at that moment. I didn't care because I knew what I was called to do. So that's really when it started. And then after she said that, that was in 2003. She said, I want you to start taking people out in the streets. I was teaching um, evangelism in our church. I had taught it for two years, doing it on my own, but never going out in the streets taking teams. And in 2003, we started taking teams out on the streets and it just, it just started happening after that. People uh, got involved and that's where it started. So it's just amazing. And I'm thankful to be doing what I'm still doing today. And for new Christians, how would you define evangelism? Um, evangelism, you know, there, 
there's a Greek word for it, evangelos or whatever. I'm not a Greek scholar, but it just simply says, go out and share the good news. And, you know, you see people on the streets that have the big placards that are telling people they're going to hell and, you know, criticizing other beliefs. That's not good news. And that's actually not the love of God. So Mm -hmm. if I'm a new Christian and you're truly, you know, Jesus has truly came into your life and your heart, you're going to want to go out and share the good news. You know, we are very evangelistic about a lot of things. We were in the mall just now and uh, talking to people about Jesus. And there was this one sock place that the lady that I was walking with, she's like, oh, you got to go and see these socks. And I'd never heard of these socks. And so she was evangelizing me about these socks. And that's how we do as mm-hmm. people. We start talking about other things, but we should be telling people and talking about our savior who died on the cross for our sins that washed them all away. So that's my goal is to teach new believers. You don't have to have a Bible degree or be a minister, be a card carrying minister. You are a minister. The Bible says that we are ministers of reconciliation. Mm -hmm. So you're qualified. If you just accepted Jesus today, you're qualified to go out and share your faith. Why do you think so many Christians are so um, reluctant to share their faith? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, honestly, I've taught all over the world. And, uh, you know, they say the number one reason why Christians aren't witnessing is because of fear. Right. And it's fear. I believe some are afraid. And truly, I believe they don't realize who they are in Christ. You know, the Bible says no weapon formed against us will prosper. We adjourn air with Jesus. We can do all things. We have the mind of Christ. I mean, I could just keep going on and on about who we are in Christ. And some, some, I believe honestly that most believers want to share their faith, but they just don't know how. And they've seen how people do it. They don't mm-hmm. want to be rude. They don't mm-hmm. want to, they don't want to they want to do it in love and they don't want to be rejected. You know, I've I've heard that before. They don't want to be rejected, but we have to realize that the people that we go up to, they're not rejecting us because we're just simply a tool that God uses. They're rejecting him. But as we sow the seed, the word of God, the Bible says it's incorruptible seed um, that we're born again by the incorruptible seed the word of god and hebrews 4 12 in the message bible it says that they can't get away from that no matter what so when we share the word of god in love with someone they can't run from it it chases them down and so i think when believers get educated how simple it is how you don't have to memorize a thousand scriptures And we're just simply sowing the seed, the word of God. You know, Isaiah 55, 11 says that his word will not return void. It's going to prosper everywhere he sends it. And then Jeremiah 1, 12 says that he's watching over his word to perform it. So a lot of us have been waiting on God. God, send me. God, send me. And he's saying, I've given you my word. He said, Mm -hmm. I've given you my power. Um, uh, Romans 1, uh, 16 says that Paul said, I'm not ashamed of this good news of the gospel. 
it is the power of God at work saving everyone who believes. So when we realize it's not in Riley's talent or Riley's ability, it's in the word, then uh, we have faith in his word. One more thing I want to share, too, is I've heard so many times that I don't have the gift of an evangelist. You know, we've heard that before. You've got Mm -hmm. the gift of evangelists or the gift of um, there's no such thing as the gift of evangelism. Yes, there is the gift of an evangelist, a pastor, teacher, apostle, prophet. There is that gift. And when you look at that in Ephesians, it says that that gift is to to teach, to train. My responsibility is to teach, to train, equip, and mobilize the church to do the work. And so when I'm in, in a pulpit with the gift of an evangelist, that's my job. So I think once we educate the believers and how easy it is, then they do it. I mean, I've seen I've seen I was just today with some folks we were out in the mall and they were like, this is so easy. It is so easy. We had 50 something salvations just today. So it's just amazing. What advice would you give to Christians who are so interested in sharing the word and they just don't know how to do it? Well, First of all, you can go to my website. It's RileyStevenson.com. I've got videos, training videos. If you're a pastor, I can uh, do a training at your church. I can do a Zoom with you just like this one, do a training. I've done those. And the key to it is, um, is to activate. You know, that's the whole key is, yes, I can teach another good message, but we have to activate. Don't just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer. So once you, that's why when I come to a church or I come to an area and do a training, we go out and we, we get boots on the ground and we go to places, we go to the stores, the gas stations, the malls, all over. And we teach people how to make it a lifestyle. This is Yes, we're doing an event this week. Yes, it's about an event, but we're teaching Christians how to make uh, sharing your faith a lifestyle. And how long is the training usually? Um, normally, when I do a training, I'll do a hour, hour and a half training on Friday night. Then Saturday, if it's not too late on Friday nights, we'll go out into the streets. But then Saturday morning. I'll do a recap training and then we go out into the city and, you know, usually from nine to three or whatever. And then sometimes the pastors will have me minister in their church on Sunday to teach the whole church. I was just in, um, where was I at? Trying to think where I was just at. I've been so many places. Well, I know you're here in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, and I know you are from Fort Worth, Texas. What brings you here? Well, we're here doing the Flashpoint Live Phoenix meeting, and um, we're here promoting that meeting. That's what I was doing today. We're telling people about our meeting with Gene Bailey and Hank Kuhneman and all the guys on the show. And what we're doing is we're educating Christians and really educating pastors to, to stir a fire in their church, to get out and start sharing their faith. And really a revival is happening with our flashpoint show. I mean, we've, um, 
we're stirring people up to do the right thing, to get out and vote, for Christians not to be complacent. You know, we we can't gripe about our government if we're not doing anything about it to make it better. So mm-hmm. that's why we're here. That's we're going to it's going to be uh, October 20th and 21st at 7 p.m. The doors are going to open at uh, five o'clock and you can go go register at govictory.com slash FP live. And so um, that's going to be wonderful. Now, our is the audience able to ask questions or is it more of a just a live showing where people can just view it? It's a live event where they can view it. We do have, uh, we will have some of the guests walking around uh, before and after and they're, they are able to, there's going to be a, a, a meet and greet times where they could ask questions. I'm going to be there walking around. They're welcome to come up to me and ask any questions they'd love to. We're here to help support. And I want to say this, I've been to several churches here in Phoenix area. And there are a lot of churches that are praying, they are believing, they are standing in the gap, they are having revival for America. And Mm -hmm. so I'm not saying all churches aren't, there are a lot of churches here in Phoenix, and we're so thankful y'all are going to see your nation, your state, the nation change by your prayers. Amen. Riley, why do you think some churches um, have become so complacent about their faith? Oh, my Lord, there's a lot of reasons. Um, I was just in a church Sunday and the pastor was talking about distractions. And, you know, nowadays we do have a lot of distractions. We have our phone, we have social media, we have, you know, I remember during the um, the pandemic, all we were doing was watching the news and seeing what mm-hmm. was next. And, and we were, the enemy, first of all, the enemy can't do anything about our salvation, right? We know we're saved. We know we're going to heaven. The second thing is, is he will try to stop us um, sharing our faith or reaching out. And he'll try to get us so busy in what we're doing, Mm -hmm. caught up in our own life to where we're not even doing what God's asked us Mm -hmm. to, or it's easy to watch church online nowadays and not even go and be a fellowship of believers. And we have to, We have to get up and do, I was telling a girl today that we were ministering to, the Lord had a word for her that she's an influencer. She said she hadn't been going to church. She watches it online. And the Lord told her that she has, she's an influencer and that she could be using her gift at the church, influencing others to go out and share their faith. So it's, it's just awesome. I know you have an evangelism training. How is this going? I know you shared a little bit about it. Um, what more are you going to be um, talking about on um, the 20th and the 21st? Well, the 20th and the 21st, it'll be Jean Bailey, Hank Kuderman, um, Mario Morello, Lance Walnow, Dutch Sheets, um, and several others. And they're going to be talking about... Um, the topics of, you know, what's going on in, in America today and how we can change that. I'm going to be continue being in the streets, telling people about Jesus, encouraging pastors, hey, you can do this. One pastor that I was with Sunday, she said, Riley, it's an answered prayer that you came to our church because we wanted to learn how to lead people to Jesus. We were, mm-hmm. we're wanting to learn. 
how to how to implement this in our church and that's what we're doing is we're stirring up believers and we're stirring up the church we're stirring up the pastors so i believe we're seeing revival riley i know you're going to be here till until saturday right Mm -hmm. yes are there any trainings from here till then where you're going out in the streets and taking a group of people and training them to do evangelism well Yes, ma'am. Thank you for asking. Every morning we'll be at the embassy suites and I can give you the address. Um, I don't have it right here on me, but I can text it to you if you want to put it up there. That but we're going to be, go- we're going to be going out every day at a meeting here at 10 at the embassy suites and then going out into the city. We're out today from 10 till three. Then we're taking a break this afternoon. Then we're going out tonight from seven to nine, but we're just, we're just letting the Lord lead us, and we've been having divine appointments. And if you want to join us, um, the, that address will be up there for you. You're welcome to meet us and go out, and we'll teach you how to do it. We've got a team from Eagle Mountain, Fort Worth, and uh, they're here to help as well. So we're excited about what God's doing in Phoenix. So every morning starting tomorrow from 10 to 3, you'll have a training. And then also mm-hmm. from 7 to 9 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Including ma'am. Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday night we won't. Friday night okay. we won't. Oh, you we'll have that a live the, event. Yeah, okay. we'll all be at the meeting. Yeah. And then you're leaving on Saturday morning. Yes, ma'am. Okay. That's great. What are some things that the church can do? to better share their faith than what they're doing now? Well, you say church. I believe, first of all, it has to start with the pastor. I mean, it has to start with the pastor um, getting out and and letting his church know, really, the pastor telling testimonies about what he's doing in the streets, what he does at the gas station, what he does at the mall and the grocery stores and with the postman or the pizza guy. I believe it has to start there. And then you might say, well, well Brother Riley, I'm, I'm not doing that. I need help. Well, I've had, a, I've had churches call me and ask me to come and get it going. But we have to start doing it. We have to quit believing the lie that the enemy mm-hmm. has said, well, I'm not called to do it. Or here's mm-hmm. another one. That's I'm a prayer. True. I'm called to just stay here and pray. No, you have a voice. And the mm-hmm. Bible says, if you're a believer, these signs will follow those who believe. So we, first of all, we have to stop with the excuses Mm -hmm. and step out and do something. You know, the Bible clearly states when Jesus saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. And we've been praying for revival. We've been praying for all these things, but it's time for the church to wake up and shut up saying, praying for revival and get up and move and do something. That's what needs to happen is we have to quit worrying about what's going on with the world and go out and lead people to Jesus because that's what they need. They need an awakening. Right. And it's not just, you know, once in a while sharing our faith. It's an everyday, every day, daily, it has to be daily, a daily, um, you know, thing that we do and everywhere yes. you go, because it right. sounds like you were, I like how you were talking about, it could be going to the market. It could be yeah. in line at a department store. Right. As we go, right. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus just didn't, Jesus just didn't float around and 
um, he was specific because he, he was in constant communion with Heavenly Father. Like we asked the Lord, okay, Lord, where should I go buy gas today? Or Lord, where do you want me to go buy these shoes at? Or where, Lord, where should I go shop at? I normally shop at this store. And he may say, go shop at the store across the street or across the city. Mm-hmm. And then he'll have someone there who needs to be saved or needs mm-hmm. healing or even just needs encouragement. Right. And we just have to be bold to step out and do it. I like when you say encouragement, because I find today, so I mean, everybody needs prayer, but Man, I could just, I, I've run into so many people needing that encouragement because mm-hmm. they're just bombarded with so much negativity, mm-hmm. not only from the media, but just their surrounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people, uh, there are a lot of people that are hopeless. And if you look up that definition for hopeless, it's when someone can't find any way out of their situation mm-hmm. or any way to be successful. And when people are in a hopeless state, then then their next step is, well, I can't see any way out. Um, and we have to bring them hope. We have to bring them the hope that they can change, that that the Lord, what you know, Jesus can change any situation. And so just by smiling to someone or giving them a word of encouragement, you know, whether you lead them to the Lord or not, just step out of your box and just start loving on people. What advice or what encouragement would you give someone who is hopeless right now? I mean, give some words of encouragement. Someone who's just out in the street, who's maybe has been rejected from their family or abandoned and is hopeless for other Amen. reasons too. What would you say well, to them? Well, first of all, God loves you and God sees you as his precious treasure. God loves you just like you are. No matter where you've at, where you're at right now, no matter what you've done, God loves you just the way you are. You don't change. You don't have to do anything for him to love you any more than he already does. He loves you right now. He sent Jesus to die on the cross for you. And he's already paid the price for the sin that you've done, even the sin that I've done. We've all, the Bible says in Romans 3, we've all sinned. We've all fall, fallen short. We've all been in a state that you may be in right there. And there is no shame. There's no condemnation for whatever state you're in right now. There is a way out. And the way out is through uh, receiving Jesus. And the Bible says that the only sin that will separate us and keep us out of heaven is the sin of unbelief. And you're already forgiven when Jesus died on the cross. He, <clears throat> excuse me, he forgave us of our sins. All you have to do right now is to receive that forgiveness. And somebody may be watching this and your parents may have judged you for maybe your lifestyle or your family may have judged you, or you may even have church hurt right now where a church has rejected you. And I want to say, and I want to apologize on behalf of those Christians that I want to apologize and you don't let that hold you back anymore. There are people that will love you, that will be a community for you, that will hang around and love on you and love you through this that you're going through there is hope and it's in jesus change is possible and hope is real when it's in jesus not in a religion not in a a 
a uh, it's a it's in a relationship. So it's not about joining a religion or joining the church or even rededicating yourself to a church. It's about rededicating yourself to Jesus Christ and having a personal one-on-one relationship with him. Amen. Riley, what's been your major prayer since you've been here in Phoenix, Arizona? My major prayer has been to um, see as many people come to Jesus as that I can for my time here. I was supposed to fly out um, this morning because I had a class to teach, but I forgot they were having their midterms, so I canceled my flight, so I stayed here. I could have gone home and rested, but I'm like, no, I need to be here the full length of time. I need to stay here because there are people who need Jesus. There are pastors who need encouragement. There are believers. They're going to be there uh, Thursday and Friday night who are going to get encouraged, and they're going to start a fire in their church, and it's just going to be uh, wildfires all over this state. It's going to be amazing what the Lord's going to do. And it's no mistake that the elections are just a couple of weeks mm-hmm. away. I believe the Lord is doing, going to be doing something this week. So it's going to be exciting to see. Riley, as you can see, we have so many churches here in Phoenix, Arizona, and pastors also need encouragement. They pray mm-hmm. for their sheep they encourage them, and they listen to them. What encouragement would you give to the pastors? Well, pastor, first of all, and minister, um, I would say keep doing it. Don't give up. Everything's going to work out. God's going to send you the help. God's going to send you the team. Just keep keep pressing, keep believing, keep standing. God's going to provide for all the needs you have. He's going to pay the debts off. He's going to pay your bills off. And I want to say this, you may have not have thought of this scripture in this way, but I believe it because the Lord showed me this in John four, it says he who reaps receives wages. This was the verse after uh, Jesus was talking to the woman at the well. He said, he who reaps receives wages and the fruit they harvest is people brought to eternal life. So, Pastor, I believe as you will get involved in soul winning, in uh, reaching out to your community, reaching out to your um, your city, that I remember where I was at because the Lord just showed me. I was in Knoxville and the pastor there told me, and this is for you, Pastor. He said, from now on, we're going to we're going to dedicate what we're doing to soul winning. He said we're going to we've been doing all these things, but he said soul winning is going to be the number one priority. And I was just in that city doing a training and they're fired up for Jesus. And so, Pastor, I would encourage you. There's someone in your church that wants to do evangelism, that wants to do outreach. And I would I would just stay pressing, stay believing, keep praying. Don't give up. There's help. And you can email me at my rstevenson at kcm.org. We'll help you. We'll pray for you. We will intercede with you and see you get through this situation you're going through. Amen.
Thank you so much, Riley, for being on Faith City Outreach to share what the mm-hmm. Lord is doing in your life and what he con- is continuing to do in your life. And um, I just um, bless you and bless your ministry. And thank you again so much for being on Faith City Outreach. Thank you for having me. It was a blessing. Thank you for listening to Global Gospel Worship Radio with Marina Maria, where all the nations praise the Lord with Christian international music and radio programs. For more information about our radio ministry, please go to globalgospelworshipradio.org. And now we'd like to bless you with this scripture from Numbers 6, 24 through 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thanks for listening.